Do you promise to love each other for richer and poorer? I do. I do. I now pronounce... Wait. If you'd like things to be more richer than poorer, you should open an account at Westcom. It's a member-owned, not-for-profit financial co-op that gives you low rates on loans and credit cards and great savings yields. You hear what I'm saying? I do. I do, too. Westcom. The best bank for you may not be a bank at all. Westcom.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain terms may apply. Spiritual Intelligence is a show spiritually grounded in reality. Learn from your host and the great teachings of the universe. Remember, there is power behind love, self-acceptance, and being open to a whole new world, a psychic and spiritual awakening. Learn about intuition, psychic ability, and healing. We are all intuitive. We all have our own superpowers to use our intuition. We can all consciously create our lives and make them how we want them to be. Be on the receiving end of abundance. The show will bring you real stories about real people that have been life-changing and take you on a personal journey of deep self-exploration. The answers are right inside of you. And now, it's time for Spiritual Intelligence Radio Show with your host, Ema Sumac Watkins. Good morning, my global audience. Welcome back to Spiritual Intelligence Radio Show. I am Ema, and I'm coming from Los Angeles, California on the Lions Radio Network. Thank you again to all the listeners here in the U.S. and all the other countries listening to us all around the globe. Today, I have a multi-talented, very uh, interesting uh, artist, Jess Full. Um, she's a, ta- a self-taught 21st century uh, American artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, she's a graduate from Bonaventure University in Journalism and Mass Communication and Marketing. Uh, in 2012, Jess was endorsed by Campbell's Soup in celebration of the 50th anniversary of Andy Warhol's Campbell's Soup Cans. Uh, in 2016, Jess headlined the Music uh, is Art Festival supporting the Goo Goo Dolls with her visual art installation, Sex Possession. Um, Jess works with many artists throughout a wide range of mediums, including film, photography, textile, music, and she attributes this combination these experiences as being the core influence of her work, which tends to revolve around human behavior and interest. Um, and so she's a very interesting uh, person that we'd like to talk a little bit more about and have her tell us about her journey. Hey, Jess, good morning. Hi, good morning, good afternoon. It's about one o'clock here in Baltimore, so we've been rocking and rolling for a little bit here this morning. Yeah, yeah. How is we everyone? We've got a lot to cover here because you've got a lot going on. And by the way, we've got Donna Lyons hanging out with us. She's the creator of uh, Lyons Radio Network. She's going to say hello to us once in a while as she is, she's a busy lady. Uh, But let's start off with, you know, um, you started off as a uh, journalist and broadcaster. And so how did this happen that you, yeah, how did to tell us about that? 
You know, I went to school for journalism and marketing, and um, it was right around the time when newspapers kind of all took a dive and everything was really changing as far as reporting was concerned. And, you know, it really, writing at the time and reporting the news at the time wasn't how I was taught ethically how to report media and, you know, and, and news. And it was mm-hmm. really changing. And I, I wasn't about it. I wasn't about, you know, kind of doing like this fake broadcasting thing. I'm a pretty honest person. So, you know, I, I took myself in a direction that was really of interest and that was music. I was spending so much time at shows that I realized I, I really wanted to be involved with it professionally, that it was more than just a hobby for me. And, you know, really put myself in a lot of opportunities just to meet as many people as possible and to try to find my footing in the industry, like find my place in it. And I was lucky enough to, you know, find my way and to be welcomed and accepted in. So, you know, it kind of started from there and, and you know, took off and I just kind of rolled with it, really. Well, this is that, and also you had you you when we spoke earlier, you were you had this really great story about the Who. Can you go ahead and share that? Yeah. So I was, um, you know, I had been working in a restaurant here in Baltimore since I was in high school, called the Mount Washington Tavern, and I pretty much did everything in that restaurant that I was able to I mean I was a bar back and and I bust tables and I ended up becoming a hostess and um, doing some other things within the restaurant when I would come back from from college and when I graduated my senior year I came back that summer and was hostessing at the front door and another notable hostess from the tavern come to find out is Julie Bowen from Modern Family so apparently we had the same perch and um, I mean, she was probably about 10 years ahead of me. And, you know, we were having the Virgin, the first Virgin Festival in town right around the corner. And the roadies from the Who walked in. And I had been out of school two and a half months. And I literally watched my future walk through the door. And I remember seeing them and being like, I'm not going to be a hostess here anymore. And no offense to the restaurant or whatever, or the job. I've been doing it for years, but I literally saw people in the profession of where I wanted to be, and they were right in front of me. And I just, I took that opportunity to talk to them. And before you know it, and what you know, I was, there? so the next day, you know, they invited me to come to the Virgin Festival and to kind of check it out and stuff. And then, you know, after that, I ended up in Philadelphia and Hershey on the road with them. And then it was a few months after that that I worked with Justin Kreitzman on some Pete Towns, on some individual Pete Townsend projects um, called In the Attic Jam. And it was really my first big band experience. I had been traveling um, personally. I was dating somebody that worked in music and I had been touring with their band as far as just a personal relationship but it was really my first professional opportunity. And, you know, I got the taste of what the big leagues were like right off the bat. And I was grateful for it. Like it was always something that I gauged myself up next to of what I wanted to continue to fulfill. You know, it wasn't 
Like that was like the level I always wanted to be on. I wanted to continue to strive for that. And I did it really. And, and, and so, and, and this is all geared around art. How did art come into, how did it all combine with the bands and the music and all this, these wonderful installations, by the way, everybody should go and take a look at, at her resume because she's got some really great stuff on there, but that are, it's really interesting of what she does, but, how did it all combine? How did it all come together? So it ended up, you know, I ended up being on the road and working in video. And video led to me meeting a bunch of musicians and then getting involved with promoting musicians, you know, helping them out with their marketability and, um, you know, writing their press releases and doing stuff like that only because I, I cared and it became really obvious to me very early on that there's so many talented people that don't know how to write for themselves or promote themselves and do all this managerial stuff that you really need to get yourself off the ground. So, you know, that was something that I was just doing for fun because it was something I knew and I felt like it was a contribution that I could, I could give to, you know, my peers that needed that help. And before you knew it, I was, before I knew it, I was, you know, like head of PR managing some great musicians. And it was through these relationships that I ended up meeting and friendships that I ended up meeting um, Scott Metzger, who is a great guitar player. He's in a lot of notable bands. And he really encouraged me to take my artwork seriously that was something I was doing as a hobby, you know, and he, he saw the work that I was making and he was like, these are really cool. He was like, you should put all the effort into yourself. And he was like, you know, take your stuff seriously and see what you can do with it. And, you know, and he was very supportive very early on in the first few years of my career, you know, getting people by working with me, you know, people would come to see him play and my artwork would be there. And that's really how it got going. You know, it was the culmination of a lot of relationships and a lot of experiences and, you know, kind of finding my, my confidence and my, and my solo self in that mission along the way. It just took me a little longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so how did, so eventually you, you evened out to, not even out, but eventually you started to create your own shows and tell us, tell us about this Campbell soup celebration of the the University of Andy Warhol. So that's, you know, that's a really great experience about creating your own opportunities because very early on in, I'm a self-taught artist and that's one, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a good conversation to have because last night I uploaded a, a, a painting I made, a doodle I made to Facebook that necessarily wasn't my best work. But, you know, you need, you need good work and you need bad work to get to your good work again, you know, to, like, figure things out. And it was really early on in my painting and stuff that I, I am aware that I have a lot to learn as far as the fundamentals of being an artist. But I do have a great sense of, you know, business and marketing. I grew up in that kind of environment. So very early on, a lot of my arting had to do with the professional end of 
things, you know, endorsements that I could find, promotions that I could find, projects that I could work my way into corporately to to find that legitimacy for myself so I gained my own confidence. And Campbell's Soup was something that I went after as far as, you know, knowing that Andy's anniversary was coming up for that painting. I idolize him as an artist, as a business person. I think he's very cool. And I randomly cold called Campbell's Soup, and I happened to get the right person on the phone and really just delivered the idea of them endorsing an artist for um, his anniversary. And I lucked out because the work that I had been working on was a little high profile. I mean, it was about a relationship, a courtship that I had had with somebody that was pretty well known in New York City. And uh, the, the breakup or not even, I mean, the end of the relationship was pretty dramatic. So there had been a good story behind it. And the Goo Goo Dolls had brought me on and Allentown had signed me signed me to do their music festivals up in, in Buffalo. So I had kind of a cool package to offer Campbell's Soup. And I was like, this is my idea. And, you know, they looked at the artwork. They thought it was a cool idea. And, you know, they endorsed me for that year. And they helped me out with a little promotion and stuff like that. And I came home one day and I had, you know, soup up to my eyeballs to make things out of and so, you know, that was a that was a big turning point for me in, in the sense of being off and running because it was a new way for me to be artistic in like a corporate environment and to use like multi m- multiple skills as opposed mm-hmm. to just the, just the, the fundamentals of painting. You know, mm-hmm. my art goes it's it's I like to consider it especially now as a three hundred and sixty degree of entertainment. You know, there's a there's a lot going on there. There's never going to be like one particular style, or, or things are never going to sound one way, or look one way, or be one way. I'm not that way, you know. So I can't really follow suit in that. But I can always offer, you know, new ideas, new looks, new, you know, you know hopefully something innovative. And that was probably one of the really first times that that happened to me, that I was able mm-hmm. to really, you know, like kind of fire on all those cylinders at once and that was exciting you know it kind of like opened up opened me up to knowing that the opportunities are endless mm-hmm. so so but it, it but it also helped having this uh journalistic this journalism background and the marketing background Absolutely. because that also Absolutely. encouraged you to like to not be afraid to ask and make the phone calls and all of that so um you know i this is the the show is also about being able to uh you know talk it's about finding out what is it what's going to work for you either as an artist a business person or or whatever you're pursuing at the time and, and when i'm looking at your journey here it's it's all very connected and all very intuitive and at the same time you you really got connected with uh with you you know with your art and the combination of your journal and your journalism and marketing. So you graded, you did this great combination. And because you came from that broadcasting, it just pushed you. And there you, because in being in broadcast and marketing, you, you, you're not afraid to market yourself. You have to, well, you know, it's like that's one of those the things thing too. And I, and I talk, yeah, I talk about that a lot with, you know, fellow artists of mine, you know, because I look at people 
who, I mean, I'm just so infatuated and amazed by their work. I hope to one day only be that good, really, mm-hmm. you know, and, but the, the skill set that I can offer is the business end of things, which is really why I believe that I'm able to be in the position as a, you know, full-time artist because of, you know, for lack of better words, the balls that I have. And mm-hmm. that really comes from the training of journalism and marketing and business because half of the schooling that you get there is getting knocked down and picking yourself back up. You know, I mean, I, I can remember being in school and having professors, you know, yell at me, omit needless words, you know, and stuff like that. It was a drill. It was a drill. So, you know, it's such a huge asset for me. And I also played Division One lacrosse. So, I mean, I was definitely part of that, you know, knock them down, build them back up mentality which has been a wonderful asset for me in this industry in music in art because for me a no isn't a no it's over it's a either no for right now or move on to find where that's going to be a yes if you really believe Mm -hmm. in that idea Mm -hmm. and it's made me you know people think maybe it's aggressive but really I just think like it's assertive yeah, it's not, it's just maybe not the right space at the right time. It doesn't mean it's it's not right, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's I think I approach it with a completely different attitude than most. And um, even in the hardest times, you know, I'm just so grateful to be able to do it, you know, really, and and to you know have gained respect doing it. It's you know truly a gift. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I see, I, and and you've got some really good, uh, you've got a good track record, you know, from all the things that, that you've been doing. I mean, congratulations, you know, to be able yeah. to live an artist's life the, the way you do. And, and I hope that people get inspiration from you who are listening because it takes a little courage. And sometimes, you know, just being an artist, it's hard because the only thing that you are focused on is on your art. But, you know, it's good for, for you to... Uh, speak about this because it's it's good to have that it's good to have a little business and a little hutzpah you know to get out there and and go get what you want you know well I think the courage thing is true because you know it took it took about like every ounce of me last night to upload that that photo to Facebook and really I've always uploaded all the good and all the bad and I think it's a good reminder of like yeah. you know I'm trying I'm trying to start you know I'm trying new styles of artwork I'm trying to evolve in in my painting and I mean I'm not going to get there unless I make some bad stuff along the way and you're not going to get to where you want to be unless you make some bad decisions along the way and you know you know things things are going to fall apart and you do have to pick them back up and put it back together. I mean, that's just the way this works, no matter what you're Mm -hmm. into or what you're doing. You Mm -hmm. just have to, I think, be able to keep like to just truck through it. And, you know, that goes to say for everything. I mean, I think it's relationships, it's work, it's, it's relative to all of it. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I know that, You've got something new. I mean, you've got something new coming up with us here at the Lions Radio Network, and I was yeah, also so one excited. of the reasons that I know you you have a new show coming up, and uh, and 
And by the way, you have to tell, let us know what's the name of it and who's going to be coming on. Cause I know you've got some really great guests coming on your show. Tell us about it. Tell us what, when it's a start and what's the name and tell us all the details. So we're going to go live in August. I'm just so excited that Donna invited me to be part of the network. Thanks Donna. Um, Cause You're welcome. I'm just going to so have excited to have you on board. Honestly. Thanks so much. It's going to be so fun. I'm just excited to be a talking head. Really? Um, you know, I, the show's going to be called Just Mess and Broadcast, and really what we're doing is, you know, when Donna offered me the, a slot, you know, my first instinct was to reach out to all these amazing artists and entrepreneurs and creators that I've been lucky enough to share time with in the past 12 years since I graduated from school and even before that I mean it started when I was in college really and um, you know it it was such an overwhelming experience because I sent messages and text messages to people and I was like I don't even know if this is your cell phone number anymore because you know life changes and people move on and it just moves so quickly that it's not that the relationship or the friendship isn't there it's just it's just over there. It's not in front of you, you know. And I I reached out to probably about 50 different musicians and artists and and all sorts of good stuff and for the most part everyone hit me back and wants to do an interview on the show, which was just like such a humbling experience. And, I mean, I'm going to have old buddies of mine, you know, Eric McFadden, who's from San Francisco, is part of P-Funk All-Stars and countless other groups, one of the most amazing guitar players that I've ever come across in my life. He's incredible. And Elliot Glazer committed to do the show, who's an amazing writer for um, Younger and Broad City, and he's this dope comedian that just cracks me up. And you know, I, the list goes on and on and on, and it's just, it's just, you know, it's overwhelming in a sense, and I'm just so excited to be able to kind of recount some old stories and memories with people, and, you know, hear what they're up to, and also kind of how, what their story is, on how they got to where they are, and all that good stuff, because it, it doesn't work out the same for everyone, and I think it's important to kind of relive those hard moments once you get into the good moments, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, yes. I'm just really excited. And we're just going to talk about silly stuff that, you know, what inspires us, what, what we're working on. And also like all this crazy pop cultureness that we live in and kind of finding the middle ground between, you know, art and creation and humor and kind of how all of this, what we rely on we rely on our artists and our, our comedians and our musicians and stuff to find that solstice and all this craziness that we're experiencing. And it's only, it's only getting more and more entertaining as the days go on. So I think it's really cool to be able to give our creators that moment in time to show them that appreciation because that's where, that's where we get the positivity a lot of times from mm-hmm. what we're looking at or what we're hearing or what somebody's, performing for us you mm-hmm. know yeah and and, and, I and, think and what inspires lot... you Jess oh you know I honestly that is such a crazy question to answer because I think I'm just really at the point with a lot of this that I'm at 
at this moment really just grateful and, and surprised and amazed. So I think I'm just kind of, you know, casting on this, ride the wave, feel the love, enjoy the moment thing as much as possible. And I'm trying to find inspiration in that to create something new for myself. And um, I'm hoping that it comes off even brighter and more positive than my previous work, really. Mm-hmm. So what would you say, and speaking to someone else out there, what, it, what, what would it take for someone to live a working artist's life? Well, so straight up, you know, this has been something that I've been working on for 12 years. I went full-time two years ago. And, I mean, the car gets repossessed, and you have to move apartments, and you have to do this stuff, and then you have to evaluate, you know, how important it is to you if you want to keep carrying on in that in that struggle. For me, it was. It wasn't an option of I'm going to give this up because it's getting too hard. It was I have to figure out how to make it easier for myself. And I just kept really, really working on it. And I worked full time um, up until two years ago, you know, and it was the second time that I was outsourced from a company. I was placed with a new company. The new company didn't go well, that I really was like, the only person I can rely on is myself. And as far as professionally for money, and I'm lucky enough to have, you know, a talent that I think I could do that with. I just needed to figure it out. So, you know, there's some, you have to be realistic, which is hard for me because, you know, I, I'm a dreamer, you know. Um, you have to be realistic about expenses and money and how you make your life go round. But also, I was completely content to give it all up to give it a shot. And because mm-hmm. I truly found like my happiness in my work, I didn't need all the stuff. And, you know, it's nice to be able to afford chicken wings and whatever I want to now again. I mean, I'm not <laughs> upset about it. I'm not upset about it at all. I ate chicken wings right before this interview and I felt lush. I loved it. But, you know, there was a good two years that I was like, I painted chicken wings instead of buying chicken wings. So, hey, whatever. You know, I, I think that's kind of, I mean, that's just like, it's like, there's a lot of truth in chicken. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? It's really just, I think, I think it's like perseverance and just, you know, belief in self and also knowing, knowing boundaries, knowing what you're willing to put into it, what you're willing to give up. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was a mental it was mental for a while. It was confusing. I was working super hard and not getting paid. You know, it was all that good stuff, trying to figure out, is it going to change? You know, and it was really just and kind of did, it. huh? Yeah, I know, because I was so hungry this morning, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and now you can afford it. Isn't that awesome? I love I that. <laughs> So we're going to start wrapping it up, um, but I wanted to ask you, I, always, I I put out a word for everybody to take a look at for themselves, and that is, the word is serenity. What is serenity for you, and how do you have it every day of your life? 
at this moment, I think serenity is something that I recently just found in the sense that I'm coming to real peace and understanding as to why certain relationships and friendships came and were available to me at a time, why they aren't anymore. Um, And I'm coming to peace with those things. I'm also in with myself serene in the sense that I'm very comfortable and proud of the work that I'm making. I have, I've gained that confidence and I think being self-taught is especially in a, in painting and in art is extremely difficult because I mean, you have these amazing institutions that are shelling out these professional artists that are incredible. You know, it took me a while to be at peace with, being competitive with people like that. Um, So all of that stuff has really just happened very recently for me. And I think a lot of that's like that serenity has come from really fluid self-reflection and thought, you know, about Mm -hmm. involvement and all that good stuff. So I think it's really just like an inner peace and comfort that I can honestly look at my surroundings and, decisions and lifestyle and stuff like that and be totally okay with it and that's been yeah it's been life-changing Oh, oh, thank you. I want to thank you for, for being on the show, and thank you for that as well. And you can uh, go to uh, Jess's uh, website at uh, jessmessen.com. You can look her up on Facebook, and you'll be seeing uh, you'll be hearing a lot of her soon in August. And so, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Donna. We're going to wrap it up, and uh, everybody out there, y'all Thanks, can see. Can, you're welcome. And everybody else out there, you can uh, catch me on just about all of the um, all of the uh, social media. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Ima, Sumac, Watkins. There you go. Look me up. Also, give me some from all of you. And so we're going to say goodbye until next time. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Total Wireless Store, where total confidence awaits. I need a smartphone with an awesome camera. Got anything to fit a new dad's budget? Don't worry. You got this with Total Wireless. And now you can get $50 off on select phones $99 and up. My relatives won't miss a thing. Now you can focus on the important stuff, like diaper duty. Discover the Total Wireless Stores and get total confidence. The latest phones, the best network, all at great prices. Now open in L.A. Limited time offer in 63018. Available while supplies last. Porting required for a non-track phone brand. Offer only available at Total Wireless Stores. Visit store for details.